states like these and their terrorist allies constitute an axis of evil. Not merely peace in our time, but peace in all time. Continued cooperation for world peace. All those who have fought against oppression. This country deserves a break from politics and a permanent break. Talking about My first question is, uh, who are you and what do you do? I'm Dr. Harna Shellest, Director of Security Programs at the Foreign Policy Council Ukrainian PRISM and the Deputy-in-Chief of Ukraine Analytica. So I'm in charge of the security programs at one of the most influential Ukrainian think tanks. My, my second question, it's actually a bit obvious because I feel the answer is obvious, but I feel, still feel it's, it's worth asking. And that is, uh, why should the rest of the world and, and the rest of Europe in particular uh, care about and support Ukraine in your struggle now against this Russian aggression? Um, there are so many reasons for this. Uh, first is definitely that supporting Ukraine, you're supporting democracy, the values of human lives and uh, um, of, of what is Europe today, and just saving the lives of the millions of Ukrainians and the kids uh, that are under the threat. But also in a more serious way, in the wider way, it is the protection of yourself, because what Mr. Putin, together with the, his armed forces, is doing now, he's threatening not just Ukraine, the biggest country in Europe, just in the middle of Europe, but he's threatening the basic principles and values of uh, uh, the European civilization. He's ignoring and threatening uh, everything for what all our countries been uh, um, struggling and fighting after the Second World War. Because for him, uh, all these um, things that we already used to democracy, sovereignty, uh, human rights, uh, that much of the empty words that he's ready to threaten any other country um, uh, possible. And we see it from his military actions exactly of targeting the civilians, the critical infrastructure, the uh, nuclear objects, uh, something that we thought uh, completely impossible, not only in Europe, but let's be honest, in the world. Uh, I fully agree with your answer. And, and my natural follow-up question to that is, uh, what kind of support uh, does Ukraine need now? And what, what kind of support should we in Sweden and in the rest of Europe give to Ukraine right now? There are several levels of this because uh, honestly, all these demonstrations and deep concerns are nice pictures in the media, but that's something that don't uh, help Ukrainian people and it don't stop the aggression as for now. Uh, what Ukraine needs, uh, first of all, is definitely support to all those refugees that are now living the country. And uh, uh, there will be more and more if more of the military actions continue. The second, Ukraine needs the closing of our um, airspace. Ukraine definitely closed at the very first day, but now you can name it no-fly zone, you can name it uh, protect Ukrainian sky, uh, doesn't matter how, but the question is that Russians are now striking predominantly from the air because they realize that on the ground they cannot um, fight with Ukrainian people, they are not capable for this. But the airstrikes, the use of the cruise missiles, the use of the long-range missiles uh, and the disturbance that they are bringing, that's something that Ukraine by its own forces is not able to do. So uh, closing and assisting us with the air defense is extremely important thing, but also the weapons, because we realize that our partners are not able to fight for us. 
either they're afraid or they find any other um, excuses. So that's why Ukraine definitely needs the uh, aircraft. So we definitely need the additional anti-tank and uh, anti-missiles um, ammunition. So something that uh, our soldiers will be able to use um, in this uh, fight. But then uh, we probably already need to think about reconstruction because this war will not be able to continue forever. And you see the devastating pictures from um, different cities. So some kind of the emergency fund uh, will be necessary uh, to uh, restore the country, uh, to restore the lives of people. And the last but not the least, it seems to me that um, the Western countries, our partners around the globe, they need to protect themselves as well. Uh, first of all, in the cyber and in information spheres, because we see that Russians started the very serious information propaganda trying to undermine um, support to Ukraine, to undermine um, the democratic values in the countries, um, to speak about their governments or to spread the gossips about the mightiness of Russian armed forces. So that's the time to check your information space, your social networks, to have critical thinking and really to fight with the proxies inside of the country. And, and my, my sort of final question, and this is sort of hypothetical in nature, but, but after you have won this war, uh, what do you think should be the, and you mentioned reconstruction, what should be the sort of foreign policy objectives of, of Ukraine? And, and what, are, what do you seek in terms of uh, uh, integration in, in different organizations or, or something similar? Uh, it seems to me that after these 11 days, Ukraine definitely proved that we were being the uh, a member of the biggest European and transatlantic organizations, that those values about which these organizations care about, uh, Ukraine not only cares about them, but also fight for them. And uh, none of the uh, uh, aspirant countries to the European Union membership ever needed to prove by the blood that uh, we really were uh, joining the organization. And uh, it seems to me that all those Uh, uh, statements by Mr. Putin that uh, by these forces he's preventing Ukraine from joining NATO and EU. Ukraine uh, proved that that's exactly what it needs to have uh, in the end, uh, just for the European community to um, demonstrate that only our country uh, can decide where it should uh, be and that by these Um, bloody actions, um, Russia would not be able to to prevent other countries from their foreign policy uh, choices. I understand that for countries like Sweden, NATO membership is something uh, they are careful uh, because of the neutrality of the long time. But at the same time, Ukraine already been neutral in 2014. It didn't prevent the Russian Federation from uh, attacking us neither in 2014 nor in uh, um, 2022. That's why for us now, NATO is not Article 5. For us now, NATO is the family of the countries that we would like to be with. Well, Hannah, thank you very much for uh, taking the time speaking with me and with our listeners. And I, I really want to express uh, our solidarity here in Sweden with the Ukrainian cause. And I fully agree that, uh, that there is no uh, worthier um member future member of the european union than ukraine and and we really support you thanks a lot